This is a HeadGum Podcast. Thank you to Feels for sponsoring this episode of our show. Thank you, Feels. Jake, I don't know if you experience stress or anxiety or chronic pain or anything like that. I experience all those things, and I experience them acutely and a lot. Well, CBD will help, and Feels is premium CBD delivered directly to your doorstep. Okay, okay. That's that's good. I need that. Uh, they naturally help reduce stress, anxiety, pain, and sleeplessness. They even sent us some Feels, and I gotta say, I did feel more relaxed after taking it. Oh, good for you. You place a few drops of Feels under your tongue, and you feel the difference within minutes. And if you're new to CBD, Feels offers free mm-hmm. CBD hotline help to guide your personal experience. Well, that's helpful. Yeah. That's nice. But there's nothing to be scared about. I'm a noob, and I took it, and I enjoyed it. So you can join the Feels community to get your Feels delivered directly to your door every month and save money off every order. You can pause or cancel any time. Huge. Feels has me feeling my best every day, so you can become a member today by going to feels.com slash if I were you to get 50% off your first order with free shipping. 50%? 50%? That's half off, baby. Half off. Yeah, it's at least half off. That's F-E-A-L-S dot com slash if I were you to become a member and get 50% automatically taken off your first order with free shipping. Check it out. Thank you, Feels. Thank you to Helix for sponsoring this episode of our show. Yes, you know I love Helix. Jake, you have a Helix mattress. I sleep on one every night. Yes, that's true. How is that for a vote of confidence slash approval? Mm-hmm. I love it. I love my Helix. So you know already that Helix Sleep has a quiz that just takes two minutes to complete and matches your body type and sleep preference to the perfect mattress for you. Yes, I took the quiz. I took it with my wife because they can they can blend the two sides of the mattress so she can have a soft and I can have a firm. Oh, very nice. Now that's the goat. I remember you guys yes. got into a huge fight while taking the test, right? It was, yeah, it was a blow up. It was a blow up fight, but we were going through other shit. <laughs> we had other shit. Helix Sleep was... It wasn't just Yeah, that. okay. It was a awarded the number one best overall mattress uh pick of 2019 by gq and wired so it's not just us cool gq and wired likes them too yeah and i'm happy to get into the details of the fight so people can wait it doesn't matter who's who's yeah right that, that part okay. doesn't matter all right sure you just go to helix yeah, yeah just go to helix sleep.com slash if i were you you take that two minute sleep quiz you don't necessarily have to get into a mm-hmm. fight with anybody while you're doing just take that two minute quiz to, but some people and, <laughs> some people are spoiling for a fight sometimes yeah. and that's part of the issue okay yeah they'll match you with a customized mattress that'll give you the best sleep of your life and now Right now, they're offering our listeners $200 off all mattress orders. That's pretty good. Whoa, that's huge. To get that coupon, all you got to do is go to helixsleep.com slash if I were you. That's helix, H-E-L-I-X, sleep.com slash if I were you for up to $200 off. Damn. Thank you, Helix. Shallow Jake and Chipmunk Baby Amir The internet sensations of the eponymous web show Who record a podcast weekly without fail And habit parts on TV And have their own production business No matter what, they'll always be best friends They'll always be best friends
my situation So sticky and it's killing me inside And so I pose my question I'll listen to your answers Even though you're joking most of the time Like killing myself in Starbucks I know I shouldn't do it But if I did my problem would subside But that's really bad advice Please spend some time on me I don't think I can seize the cheese Wow, you played a full two-minute song for our guest. Beautiful. <laughs> two and a half. <laughs> and that's the end of the show. We got to go. Yeah, uh, of course. That makes sense. That was more than all of your time. I was holding up a lighter the whole time. <laughs> it was beautiful. Um, it got very hot. Matt and Jake from Corporate. Jake and uh, Matt? Yeah. Jake and Matt. Oh, usually it's Matt and Jake, even though that's in reverse alphabetical order. But I'm more important. He's taller. So, yeah. he's, he's more affable. Yeah, you go by height. That's yeah. what we do in our thing, I think too. So. I'm an inch taller than Amir. Yeah. yeah. Well, half an sense. inch, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> Not really. How tall yeah. are you guys? I'm five foot 11 and three quarters, so I never made it that to That might feet. be very close to me. I'm yeah. in between 5'11 and six feet. Yeah. yeah. Do you lie and say six? Uh, it depends on who's asking, brother. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, I'll say six four. Well, you, just said, <laughs> you just said your real height on the podcast to all of our well, listeners. Well, technically, so. if we're getting like scientific, I'm 5'5". Five, five. <laughs> yeah, but like right. with shoes, socks, plus like rounding up. Yeah, and plus like the platform, mice, you're, yeah. with your platforms. Yeah, yeah. let's get scientific. About <laughs> Matt, what are you at? Six three? Are you a six, six three? Four. Oh, six four. Sorry. Perfect the height. Ropes. Yeah, six four is the goat height, right? It is. Uh, Would you good. give yourself an any inch? taller is bad? Yeah, unless you're playing basketball, because like I right. barely fit into planes. I, I even see. on my Instagram post photos of myself in airplane bathrooms because I can't stand up right. Yeah, yeah, I can barely fit. Truly horrifying in airplane bathrooms as a man standing up, right? I should <laughs> yeah. sit down, but every time I'm like, let's roll the dice and see what happens. <laughs> you taking shits on airplanes? Have you ever taken a nice shit on an airplane? Just a really small toilet you can barely wipe. Yeah, I, yeah, I shit on airplanes all the time. Good man. I, I won't do it. <laughs> it, did, even it took better, me a long man. time. I didn't do it till I was like, uh, my, I, maybe I didn't do it till I was 30. That's cool. It's, That's it's kind of like an adult move. Yeah. yeah. Only adults I'm, can yeah. shit on When airplanes. I'm a grown up, I'm like, I have to go <laughs> and it hurts my stomach. That's like your rabbi sits you down. It's like, it's now time. <laughs> You're it's a man double now. bar mitzvah time. <laughs> that is what the Mile High Club is, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. First person to take a shit on if an you airplane. you can fill the bowl. <laughs> oh my God. That is a thing too. There's no water in the bowl. Yeah, it's a yeah, dry it's bowl. It's a horrible situation. <laughs> we should stop talking about this. <laughs> We've upset everyone. Uh, we haven't even, oh yeah, we did introduce you guys. Yeah, but not the song. The song was written by Rob. It was obviously an I Miss You by Blink-182 parody. You guys Blink fans? Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. I've listened to that song probably a thousand times yeah. over the course of three months, sophomore <laughs> year of high school. <laughs> are you guys roughly our same age? How old are you guys? I'm 35. 31. Okay. Oh, okay. And yeah. so Jake and I are in between those two. Okay. Well, I'm 39. Five foot four. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're, we're big into Blink. Is Tom a good singer? Like, he has a very distinct voice, but would you say he's a good singer? I would not. You would say he's a bad singer? I think he's the kind of guy who got, like, kicked out of choir, and so he rebelled. And he's like, fuck you, I'm going to make it anyway. That's like, it's cool. that kind of thing. Where I feel like there are a lot of singers like that, where, like, Creedence Clearwater Revival, like John Fogarty, like, I don't think he has a good voice, but I love it. Yeah, because right. it just that, has to be like unique. that's controversial. 
Well, I'm I'm here to fuck shit up. <laughs> He's got a voice that you like hearing, whether it's good or not. Yeah, like, it's more about being having like an interesting voice. Yeah, I, think. I feel yeah. like he invented a new way to sing. Yeah, is that is that fair to put on Tom DeLonge? I guess that might be like I don't know who like pioneered that kind of like whiny punk voice. Hello there. Yeah. Yeah. What the, small things? But the question yeah. is, does he talk like that, or is he making a voice? I think we've even discussed this. On I the watched show. like the Blink One Eighty Two documentaries. I like uh, I had the Urethra Chronicles on VHS. Jesus. Uh, and Tom definitely, <laughs> that's like his talking voice and singing voice. Oh, really? Weirdly, like, those do- documentaries are a lot like Making a Murderer. Like, no one has watched them, but they were falsely in prison for years. <laughs> yeah, that's and, right. Uh, <laughs> Tom DeLong. Yeah, you should watch them. They're <laughs> fucked up. Uh, <laughs> all right. So this is If I Were You, an advice show after all. We do our best to dispense our wisdom. People write us in. They're in sticky situations. Sometimes it's just Jake and I. Now it's Jake and Matt. And Jake and I. I'm so sorry to have another Jake on the show. It's very no, kind I like of it. you. It's nice. Oh, okay. Two Jakes. <laughs> is this the only other Jake that's been on the show? Have we had another Jake? That's a great question. I don't think we have. That's cool. Let's throw it to the fans. Get the callers going. Uh, <laughs> shout out right. in the comments. <laughs> Let us know. Yeah. I was trying to find some corporate-related questions. Ooh. Shout out to your show, Corporate. Cool. Comedy Central. January 15th? January yes. 15th. January Season 2. 15th. Yes. yes. All right. More on that later. But let's get into this right now. This is a guy, we'll give him a fake name to preserve his anonymity. Matt, do you have a fake name to reference this man as? Um, Ralph. That's good. Cool. <laughs> Last name? Ralph. Ralph. That's cool. Two Ralphs for the Ralph, price of one. Ralph, just Ralph. like there's two Jakes. Ralph, Ralph, right. I guess I just reached the limit of my creativity. <laughs> I, I came found... up with Ralph. What more do you want? <laughs> when is season three? I have no more ideas, I guess. <laughs> season three is just season two, but everyone's name is Ralph. That would be brilliant <laughs> to refilm it. Who says no? Who yeah. would notice? How long would it go before someone noticed? Uh, all right, I'm a 23-year-old male, writes Ralph Ralph, who works at a desk job in San Francisco in a department of eight people. I've been here for two years, and the pay is decent. I've made some good friends, and it's uh, in a nice area, and I really want to quit. I got some experience behind a computer doing mindless, dull work, and now I want to move on to bigger and better pastures. I actually want to try my luck at comedy writing, and you two have been big inspirations for me. I, wa- I plan to wait until next month to quit, it is a good time since it's the start of the new year, and I'm currently waiting on my Christmas bonus. I was nervous about the timing of our department is behind on work right now, and one of my coworkers just went on maternity leave for five months. Quitting would leave the department in a bad spot, and I don't want to be a dick. But the other day, I walked by my boss's desk while he was taking a piss, and the dude left his personal email open displaying what appeared to be an email regarding a job application he submitted. I don't want to get caught gawking at his screen, so I took a selfie and made sure that the to frame his screen in the background what? so I could Jesus. sneak off and examine the email in private. Turns out it was a good move because not 10 seconds later, he walked in as I scooted back to my desk. But for some reason, the, 200, the 2560 by 1080 resolution photo I took from seven feet away wasn't good enough quality to make out the words on the screen. I tried to zoom in and enhance CSI style, but to no avail. Anyway, I looked freaking good in the selfie I took, so I might post it to the gram. Not sure yet. I started second-guessing myself if the email was in fact a job offer or if I was just jumping to conclusions. I decided I wanted some more evidence. So when he went to lunch, he remembered to lock his computer, so I casually perused his desk for any clues. Jesus. Oh my but God. no luck. 
Fast forward to the next day, and he emails the department, saying he has to step out for an hour. Usually if he does this, he provides an explanation, like he's going to a doctor's appointment or a lunch. So on a hunch, I checked the office printer history, and minutes before, he had printed a Word doc titled Resume. The smoking gun. Oh, my God. (laughs) If he leaves our department, it would be devastating. It would be utter chaos. As mediocre as my boss is, he still pulls a ton of weight. With him gone, plus my other coworker on maternity leave, the department would suffer greatly from an onslaught of work. If I try to quit then, it would be the worst timing imaginable. I would be a dick to all of my coworkers, and I would feel terrible for doing that to them. I'm considering if I should quit sooner than planned to beat him to the punch. It would make me seem like less of an ass while still accomplishing the same outcome. And it would make my boss look bad instead of me. The problem is that I have my holiday bonus still coming up, which would likely forfeit the and the Christmas party, which I would want to attend. And I'm honestly scared to jump back into the job market and wanted to procrastinate a little bit longer. Another option is that I just take his job, but I vowed to get a new job come January and I want to actually do something that I can enjoy my life. I want to value my happiness at my job over my salary. So should I quit before he quits to make him the dick? Should I wait until January to quit uh, or stay and possibly get a promotion? Wow. Thanks for any help. That was a roller coaster, and I was on his side until he revealed himself to be a psychopath. <laughs> which, was, which was which paragraph? Yeah, really? I, that was crazy so, person. Th- it was that was yeah. a manifesto. Yeah, it seemed like a. <laughs> and also the government. That <laughs> yeah. seemed like a full first or second act of a corporate episode. Yeah. The it selfie, did. the enhancing, the checking the printer. Yeah, you. I think you would like our show. <laughs> um, um, well, I think. The non-funny part, part answer that I would give, that my honest advice would be, the most important part of this is to never take a promotion at a job you definitely don't want. Because then th- the worst part about that is you get attuned to the new salary. Then you naturally just start buying things a little more loosely, and then you can't live without those things. Oh, interesting. So def- is that how people get you? That's how people get yeah. you. That's how you – that like is if you start working in the film industry and you want to be a writer or something, you just start working in a certain department. You start rising up, and then you kind of can't live without that money, and you can't like – go back to a dumb job and just write and try to get your way back in. So I definitely think do not Mm -hmm. take the promotion. That is the biggest mistake you could do because you don't love it and life will be over before you know it. And so don't don't waste any time at a job you know you won't love. This is like the thesis of your show, basically. Yeah, for sure. And I would also say don't... Uh, I mean, it's it's good that you like the people you work with, but don't ever value the company over yourself. You should not... Fact, let that factor into the decision. Especially, it doesn't sound like it's a startup. It's like a department of a bigger company. Yeah, yeah, eight yeah. people in his department. Yeah, you can't worry about that at all, and should be willing to abandon them at any. <laughs> yeah, point. try to get. I would say <laughs> that's, I, that's it's totally true. Yeah, the weirdest part about because they would fire you. Like they, right, they, they, they don't value you, you. Yeah, they don't care about you. The yeah. weirdest part about that email to me now that I'm thinking about it is he really wants to go to the Christmas party. <laughs> like what? Like what company yeah. Christmas party is worth going to? There are so many open bars if you yeah. go on. Cre- like, go online. You can find any t- way to get a drink anywhere. Like, it's so easy. I don't know what the fuck you care about that. But I would honestly wait it out 
um, get the Christmas bonus, which will give you a few months of rent, I assume. Yeah, Christmas um, bonus for sure. And then, mm-hmm. you know, don't get a job that will take your mind away. Get a dumb job that's like for – make the bare minimum to pay rent and then write as much as you possibly can or perform and write. If you want to write comedy, I would try to move down to L.A. as well or maybe the bonus will be your moving costs or move to New York or something like that. But definitely don't get another job that utilizes your brain at all. <laughs> like literally as du- go to yeah. Dunkin' Donut, like just literally the stupidest job possible and just Mindless. try to write constantly because it takes many years to really learn how to do it well. Did you guys have shitty desk jobs? Is that the source of I your did. show? Jake had this mindless job that he's talking about. He worked at a chandelier store. I quit because I was working as a post-production supervisor because I was failing upwards kind of <laughs> in film. And so I was working these shows like for Rescue Me. I was becoming the post-supervisor of that. And I was making so much money. And I was like 24, 25. I was like, I don't need this money. I don't do heroin. I don't need it. So it's sort of like, so I quit that job to work at a chandelier store, which was as mindless as they come to write, you know, to write comedy and to tell jokes at night and stuff like that so it worked that's a very mature thought for a 25 year old it's like i don't need the money i'm gonna take a worse boring job so to free my mental capacity but you, i think it's the key i want to work at a chandelier store yeah. <laughs> yeah sometimes you i mean this is, sounds like a very annoying thing that um what's that guy that Tony Robbins would say, but sometimes you do have to take a step backwards to go for, to go forwards. So you have to take less money to eventually get more money and Is to that, do what you want to do. But not only that, but you took a, you take a job in a field that you're not interested in. Oh no. From a field I that you were. I love chandeliers. <laughs> <laughs> oh my God. I'm thinking about them right now. When I look at your faces, all I see are chandeliers. <laughs> Why do you think you tried to sell a show? So we could buy the yeah. chandelier That's all I really want. Um, I, no, I, it took as dumb a job as was available and it was, it was a, it was the right decision. I mean, it was very stupid. Like, I don't, I retain no knowledge about chandeliers um, from the three years of working there, but it was definitely the right move. And you, again, like the older you get, and this is pretty serious, but the older you get, the people that are happy, I'm sure you guys see this, are the ones doing what they love for a living. You know, right. I, I feel like people who aren't doing what they love for a living pretty universally unhappy yeah um and so it if you a very large chunk of your life it, it, yeah. in this country so it's sleep it's so your like, identity yeah, yeah exactly sleep you gotta do and then if you, if you don't have a job we know that if, <laughs> right Our scientists have proven that <laughs> if you don't have a job you you like then often what you'll do to combat that is like drink really heavily on the weekend so you don't find the time to work to what you want so you need to like if you're a comedy writer, you need to find a job you can f- pretend you're working at and be writing at. Like, you mm-hmm. need to, like, f- fuck the system, basically, and, and make it work for you, I think. What was your shitty job, Matt? I had a bunch of them. I, I had a, came out here with a degree in marketing and English, so I had jobs in, like, marketing at entertainment companies and copywriting. And uh, I won't. I guess I won't say any of the names of the companies because they're all large entertainment companies. But I would hop every six months. I would become suicidal at the job and like <laughs> desperately try to get out of the situation I was in. And I used to, because uh, it's hard when you have a job where you have no power to like get out for an interview, as this yeah. guy said, yeah. where his boss lied. And so I used to just, I uh, I have asthma, and so at every single job I got, I would tell them early on that I had asthma, and then. <laughs> And then when I would need to go out for multiple interviews, I would tell them that I was going to an asthma clinic. Um, to <laughs> Even get though those things done. aren't real. <laughs> yeah, there's no such thing as an asthma clinic. <laughs> or like one time, I just got 
pretty cartoonish and silly. Like one time I literally walked into my boss's office and was like, I just threw up and I have to leave. I just <laughs> I, I just threw up my asthma and I, I have to go home and get it. That's like what I did in like third grade. Yeah, I truly, go to the nurse I, and be like, I threw up. I should have been more of an adult and given a real excuse, but it's basically like I have diarrhea. <laughs> you don't want me around. We have a we have a friend who like got uh who got like confronted about his like from by his boss it was like are, is are your teeth okay you've you've had four dental appointments in three weeks. <laughs> i'm really worried yeah. <laughs> yeah that's the go-to is the dentist you can use that once every six months yep then you slowly start to realize like people don't really have general doctor's appointments like people no. use that as an excuse but like no what, when do you just have a doctor's asthma. appointment? Asthma. For all you people yeah. out there trying to get out of your job, <laughs> carry around an inhaler. Oh, that's good. <laughs> any, it's very easy to fake and if being you, short it, of breath. It's just like you could just put weed in there and and have it be a vape. Yeah. But like as long as Is it looks like jewel? an inhaler. <laughs> <laughs> no. So what should this guy do? What are you thinking for this guy? Is it just as simple as leave and I'd pursue say get the your Christmas, dream? Get the Christmas bonus and get then the bonus. leave after that. Yeah. And Although if he leaves after, Although, I guess this is staying. But the, but the thing is about like writers, like wh- while he's biding his time, like trying to figure out the best time to leave, all of the world is full of people who are not doing anything except for writing. Yes. Yeah. So like, or you might as well start doing it. I'd say at the very least, unless this is the easiest job that doesn't require anything, then you could maybe keep it. Because like, it is a pain in the ass finding an, another job. Yeah. You didn't really go into that, but it's like... Just make sure that you have are spending all of your time outside of work right. I think you should leave the job because the, he, he said com- if he becomes a, if he becomes a boss. Well, the, he also said that yeah. they look at him as the competent one, yeah. which means they're going to put more on him when his boss leaves. So he needs to go somewhere where they don't think he's particularly competent, and he just has to pull a lever. He really needs all his mental energy because he clearly he's invested enough emotionally in the people at this job to worry about them and yeah. like what happens if I leave. It's like no, you need to go somewhere where you just care about yourself because to make it yeah. as a comedy writer, you have to be very narcissistic, <laughs> and it's very important to be very self-involved. <laughs> he's got the comedy writer's anxiety though. Yes. Like, yeah, like with all the spying. He did on his boss. Yeah, yeah, that's a yeah. good sign. He's definitely overthinking yes. everything, and also thinking <laughs> thinking he looks good in a selfie in the bathroom like that. That's good. I would uh, I would quit the day after my boss quit just so like they get real desperate because yeah. that's when they're like, please stay. We'll give you several hundred thousands of dollars. We're losing everybody. Uh, so that would be my. That's what I would do. So if your I advice were in that is situation. to le- is to leverage insane. the boss quitting. Mm. Then you quit the very next day, and that, they throw cash at you to right. Stay that goes against months. everything that all of us are saying. Which yeah, <laughs> of course. But this is another option for this guy right. because so you're I wouldn't, him to I wouldn't down have left the corporate job. Yeah. become the boss. That's and right. Then also fuck over the people that he cares about. <laughs> yeah, making them pay him a lot of cash. Yes, give yes. up on the on the writing dream. You do that for two, three, maybe forty years until you retire and then you could pursue the writing thing you write a, a memoir retiree. about your insanely boring life that you spent <laughs> behind a desk uh, at least that's what I would do in that situation um, alright let's get another question in about a wingman Jake do you have a wingman's name Zanzibar that's good Zanzibar right <laughs> Zanzibar Ralph uh, my best friend from high school and I have been living in Manhattan for a year now I've introduced him to a group of friends from college, and we all get along great. Going out on the weekends is always a ton of fun. 
The end. <laughs> Do you have any questions for me? <laughs> However, he's the world's worst wingman. Whenever we do go out and I'm talking to a girl, he'll always awkwardly try to nudge us together or loudly tell my other friends to look over in my direction. Sometimes he'll try to hit on girls for me in an over-aggressive mm. manner. None of the other friends seem to have a problem with it, but it does make me feel self-conscious and small. I've tried talking to him about it, but he just brushes it off, saying that he has, quote, my best interests at heart. He's always given me good advice in other areas before, and I owe him for helping me with my job interview a couple months back. But how do I get him to back off a little in this specific social situation? Toda, thank you. Love, Zanzibar. Wow. Mm. Bad wingman. Are you guys wingmen ever? Do you guys have good wingmen in your life? Are you guys single? We're not single. No, we're not single. Cool. Yeah. We're very boring. <laughs> so you must have good wingmen because yeah. they both got you girlfriends. <laughs> this is interesting. I mean, I hmm, this is a very complicated question. My instinct is to not go out with him every weekend. Mm. Um, my instinct is to sort of try to diversify how who you're hanging out with and kind of not really tell him your plans all the time. That can get tricky and that can be – I feel like this guy is – his friend is a little immature, so he might get a little mad about that. But I, your yeah, advice that d- is to bef- betray his friend. I think so. <laughs> yeah, because there's nothing. I guess for me, the idea of a wingman is a little like a little immature. Because when you get older, you kind of just realize that everyone wants to get late. Like everyone right. wants to find someone. Everyone wants to have sex. Like it's you don't not need your friend. No, to help you have. Sex. You really yeah. don't. Like it's kind of a very immature thing, kind of postured by media. I think where it's like we're not everyone's lonely. You know what I mean? Everyone's lonely and horny like your web series. And so it's like, (laughs) it's kind of like... The wingman concept is so bizarre. It's like, no one can help me have sex better than my best friend. (laughs) (laughs) Come on, dude. Dude, I need you. Help me have sex. (laughs) Yeah. um, mm. Yeah, if you really talk to him. It's not a job. It's not a real job. Yeah, I'm trying to think if I've ever been a wingman for someone. Have, have you ever you tried guys? to help? Oh, I've definitely been a wingman. What did you? What, what do you? What <laughs> I do you was do? such a douche in my twenties. What, what do you do? Like, what would you do? What's yeah? What's considered a good wingman? Um, I guess I think uh, sort of sacrificing yourself because I think so. I think if there's a group of girls at a bar and you're with a group of guys, the person, the guy that goes over to talk to them is is sort of immediately seen as the biggest asshole. Mm. But it's like a sacrifice. Yeah, kind of like, like in you battle, do bridge the gap. So, like, you can come over and make fun of me for making a fool of myself. And then, like, oh, the I people see. on the, the sorry about I, him right. move. But, oh. I mean, not, like, super aggressive. <laughs> like, I go over and I'm, like, spilling a drink on somebody. But, you know, yes. if I, like, say, hey, what are you guys doing here? And people are, like, not You walk over the... and pour a drink on your own head. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what Jakey do. <laughs> the perfect wingman. <laughs> I feel like then people on, like, the outskirts of both groups can kind of, like, intermingle. I see. That's interesting. So, yeah, I hadn't really thought about it like that. Okay, here's what I think you should do. I think you should tell your friend to let you beat the shit out of him. Like, like I think he should, like, I think he, you should say, like, okay, go over to this group and be kind of a douche. And then you be the hero and beat the shit out of him in front of these women. Right. And then do that a few times and he'll stop wanting to be a wingman. <laughs> Because he's the guy that's constantly getting yeah. Up. It's like, dude, if you really want me to have sex and you know feel the joy of ejaculation, then you'll let me beat your cheeks in. Come that's, on, man. That's, Come on. Uh, Are you a good wingman or not? The joy of ejaculation, <laughs> like chicken soup for the soul or something. Yeah, you have to make being a wingman bad for the guy. It, it has to. He has to 
like he has to make being a wingman like an unpleasant experience. It's a very selfless job because you are doing the social suffering of trying to break the ice, which right. is kind of awkward without any of the joy of ejaculation, right. of course. <laughs> <laughs> it's I, the shame of non-ejaculation. Yeah. And then you bring, it's the Robin Hood. You steal the ejaculate from the rich. The and shame of your yeah. yeah. I do think. Going back to what Jake was saying is like everyone is alone and the more you can not think of this as like a game that people are playing and be straightforward with people about like, hey, I think you look pretty. <laughs> Don't say that. <laughs> you know what? Actually, I take all my advice back. But, uh, but I do think. But you have a girlfriend. <laughs> yeah, I do have a girlfriend. So, um, Did no. you meet her through a social wingman situation or was through it Through online dating actually. Oh, okay, so you don't even need a wingman. No. A, a wingman app would be kind of cool. So it's wingman but for online dating. And Didn't they, you have that idea once where you like swipe for your friend or something? Yeah, but I think, oh. I think that's like interesting in theory but like really... I don't want to spend too much of my time helping you get laid. You know? yeah. I don't, That's I what makes you like a bad wingman. It would be an underused <laughs> app. I've right. really, I've wingmund, I've wingman. Wingmund, no, it's wingmund. Yeah, I've wingman for you. <laughs> Women Freud. I've, I've wingman for you hard before. Mm-hmm. Successfully, I might yeah. add. Do you remember uh, any any instances of me being a good wingman, or do you just know me to be a good wingman generally, <laughs> or do you just think I'm a shitty wingman? You just remember the two times I fucked up, and you bring it up. I every never day. fucked up. Uh, I can remember several successful wingmanning. It's easier if it's like after a show where like people sort of know who we are already. Yeah. It's easier if the wingman is in a relationship and he's wingmanning for someone who's not. Because right. then it's like, I'm out of the running. Right. But, mm-hmm. you know, trickle down, joy of ejaculation, economics. <laughs> um, but th- it is a delicate tightrope of like, you're being obviously a wingman and now it's being like detrimental to me where it's like right. you have to like toe the line between being good but not too overboard about it and I think also what you're, not yeah what the the solution seems to be to have like a conversation with this guy that's not like you're being a bad wingman but more like let's not worry about girls tonight let's just go out yeah. and let's just have fun like let's get drunk and we'll dance yeah. like yeah being a good wingman is really just like being like kind of a nice good conversationalist, you <laughs> right. know, and hopefully they don't want to sleep with them instead of you. A non-shy yeah. guy. Sort of, you don't even yeah. need to call them yeah. a wingman. You could call them human. But you could call them You could call them Zanzibar. This yeah. my human. Human, go talk to woman. Yeah. But also in general, I do think when you're that young, because they, they seem pretty young, like, just know that what if we learn there? You're gonna you're gonna end up you're gonna end up dating <laughs> so you. many people. Like you're gonna end up dating so many people in your life. Everyone dates so many people. You're gonna not remember a lot of them, and it doesn't matter. So just everyone relax. Like yeah. it's just not that big a deal. Which is our advice for every question. <laughs> yeah. Just relax. Just relax. It's not that big a yeah. deal. <laughs> it's really not. First of all, chill. Yeah. Second of all, relax. Uh, all right, let's take a break. We'll thank some sponsors oh, wait, and then we'll be quick. back. No, I we don't wanna, have time for can this I just, shit. I just want to point out, there's a, there's a, there's, I have a quick, real quick theory. Whoa. That the friend is a fine wingman and this guy can't get laid. Do we think about that? Oh. We didn't consider it until Damn. now. So let's also just remember that you should be self-reflective. Yeah. So that it's not, and if you're not getting laid, it's not entirely on your friend. Yeah, have your friend submit a question to this podcast. <laughs> yeah. We want to hear his side of the story. Yeah. I'm wingmanning the shit out of my dude. <laughs> I'm throwing him alley-oops and he can't slam the ball. Uh, all right, now let's take a break. Right, fine, and then we'll be back with more questions and answers with Jake and Matt and me and Jake. Thank you to Allform for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah, baby. Well, if you've been listening to the show, you know we love our Helix mattresses. Correct. 
So, in an exciting turn of events, Helix has gone beyond the bedroom and started making sofas. What? They just launched a new company called Allform, and they're starting to make premium customizable sofas and chairs shipped right to your door. Major, you park your ass on an Allform, don't you? You got one of those. Yeah. They sent me a sofa, a couch, and it was incredibly big and roomy and sturdy. It was firm but fair. It was fancy and great, and it came in boxes, and I assembled it myself in less than an hour. Good on you, brother. It was all done with fast, free shipping. And there's nobody in your house putting it together. It's just you. And it just doesn't take that much effort or time. That's good. That's good for these current days where I I don't want strangers in my house. Exactly. And they also have a forever warranty that's literally forever. So you can find your perfect sofa today at allform.com slash if I were you. Allform.com slash if I were you. Yeah. And that'll give you 20% off your couch order. Actually, off all orders. Damn. Damn. So if you're in the market for a new couch or chair and you don't want anybody in your home, uh, check them out. You can get 20% off your order by going to allform.com slash if I were you. Oh, yeah, baby. Thanks, Allform. Thank you to Squarespace for sponsoring this episode of our show. Oh, yeah. Thanks, Squarespace. Uh, another season in the books as summer turns into fall. There's no better way to spend your days indoors safely than building your website yeah that's true it's a good use of the time that we've got to be inside that's right and it's a very easy thing to do nowadays thanks to squarespace you can turn your cool idea into a site you can showcase your work you can publish content sell products do anything you need make your portfolio finally please it's about time and you can also purchase a domain name through squarespace whoa 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 that's right jake what's an available dot com for the people just in case they need a little spark of creativity of course have you ever heard the phrase tongue-in-cheek tongue-in-cheek have you heard that phrase yes of course i've heard tongue-in-cheek what's the url have you ever heard the phrase tongue-in-cheese.com no, I Tongue haven't. That cheese. one that one is not a phrase. That's one that you just said right now. It's a play on a popular phrase. If you want to have a cheese tasting, you could make that the website. Tongue and cheese. That's, yeah, something. Um, of course, if, you're, something na- great. if your name is David and you're listening to this ad and you like Squarespace, why not buy squaredave.com? Nice. Square so it's, that is, that's Squarespace. It's Square it's Dave. insulting to a Dave <laughs> that he's a square. <laughs> Well, it's kind of cool. I'd like to be a square one day. And in fact, you are a square. I might change my name to Dave just for it. I bet Square Amir is available. <laughs> What's the point? My name's Dave now. Uh, <laughs> um, so if you're looking to create this website, buy this domain, just check out squarespace.com slash if I were you for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use the offer code if I were you to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Woo! That's right. They have powerful e-commerce functionality, 24-7 award-winning customer support, and now you can do it all, including purchase the domain name. Uh, if you just go to squarespace.com slash if I were you, you'll get a free trial and then launch with that offer code if I were you to save 10% off their already low, low prices. Damn. Think it, dream it, make it with Squarespace. And we're back. Hey, Jake or Matt, do you guys have any sorry about that yep uh unsolicited advice that was great 
<laughs> um, this is extremely small, but I think that people in general don't realize how good grapes are. And uh, right, that your, is voice, small. your yeah. voice has got small talking about it. <laughs> Fresh green grapes for dessert. You'll love it. And you probably haven't done it in a while and you will love it. It tastes good. It's a very healthy candy. Grapes are nature's candy. And uh, I feel like people are sleeping on grapes and they're so good. You ever, you ever freeze grapes? What? You ever freeze grapes? Yeah. I love it. <laughs> All right. two, well, two quick things. Rebuttal? Well, I, I think frozen grapes, like it makes my skin crawl. I can't eat. I hate cold fruit biting into it. <laughs> I wow. like, yeah, it gives, I'm like, I'm stressed out thinking about it. That said, I have also <laughs> recently discovered grapes and I think they're great. Um, I think they're grapes. I put, <laughs> I don't do them for dessert though. I put them in my salad. I'm a, oh. I'm a new convert to fruit and salad. I know. I, I yeah, thought it was, I, I, go fruit I thought it was salad. bizarre. Yeah. yeah. Um, Dried up cranberries um, in salad sometimes is really good. Too. What are your yeah. thoughts on fruit some, salad? Some chicken, some nuts, some grapes, mm-hmm. some lettuce. I think that's a Yeah, I just think salad. the grapes in general, you forget how good they are. They like genuinely taste sweet and they're not that bad for you. It's like, it's pretty awesome. Yeah, when they're super And also super just crisp. if you go to a part, like if you, if you go to a dinner party, like a bowl of fresh grapes. Just imagine <laughs> that right now. They're not frozen, so relax. Yeah. But you just like, you just, just <laughs> put them on the table. It's like everyone's <laughs> finished, everyone's finished their dinner, the plates are cleared, and the host comes in and you're like expecting an enormous cake, like one of the biggest cakes ever. But instead they put a fresh bowl of green grapes and you're like, how sensible. And you love Everybody's it. pissed except for you. Yeah, I'm thrilled. <laughs> oh, I was afraid that would be a cake. <laughs> Thank God it's this small grape. You're going to love it. I'm telling you, it's great. One grape per person. <laughs> Everybody take it like a pill. You're going to party ever. You're going to feel better about yourself yeah. after. <laughs> you definitely, it definitely doesn't fill you up in a gross way. No, but it's, and it's delicious. Yeah. <laughs> I'm just saying. I, I hate my pieces of, pieces of advice now that yours was so cute. <laughs> but mine's not cute. Mine is wonderful. <laughs> mine's about shaving your grundle. <laughs> With a grape. <laughs> All right. I'll give two pieces of advice. The first is. Just you, another fruit. Yeah, eat apples. <laughs> um, honey, actually, honey crisp apples. If you haven't had them, are delicious. True. Um, open a Roth IRA oh. as soon as possible in your life. A as soon as you fund. can afford to put a little money away, open a Roth tell IRA. Tell me, tell me. I think I know. I, I do have one, but tell me about why I why that's good that I did it. It's good because assuming the American economy does not collapse. Um, the stock market generally goes up over time, and so it's good to invest broadly in the stock market. And the Roth IRA is a place where you can put about five grand a year, tax-free, and uh, as long as you don't withdraw it until you retire, it's uh, tax-free money that you'll earn. It, and it, the earlier you do it in your life, the more time it has to mature and grow. Is it the same as a 401k? It is very similar. If you have a 401k, that's also good. A Roth IRA is just a like different form of that that you can also put money into got it and you can't access that money unless it's you're like you 62 can, and a half you can there's a penalty so it's like you it's it's money that you want to be relatively certain that you're good putting away for a while got it but it's very good to do it because most people don't and then don't have money when they retire That's or right. just are unable to retire. Right. Or they spent all their money and now they can't retire. Yeah. So I'm sorry my piece of advice no, is really boring, but it is I important think to do that. it's more yeah. helpful than mine. <laughs> <laughs> it's really yeah. perfect. Sorry, it's not as exciting as grapes. But... I would say, I guess I would also say spend $5,000 a year on grapes and don't put it in the rock. I think it really worked in tandem with grapes. Yeah. <laughs> you have two little nest eggs of sorts. One yeah, is yeah. filled with fruit. Like, yeah. I'm happy we had you guys on at the same time. <laughs> Did you say you had another one? Yeah. 
Sure, I'll give one more. This is this is a little broader th- and and a little broader than investing broadly. <laughs> <laughs> um, when I was in uh, college, I applied for a fellowship at the Onion, and uh, at the time, this guy Joe Randazzo was the editor, and I. Oh yeah. Oh can yeah. They hear, can they hear that? I, on the they'll podcast? hear it, but faintly. Okay. It'll be like a a nice warm bath for their ears as somebody drills away next door. Yeah. Anyway, all that all that being said is one of the best pieces of advice I ever got early in my life was to work hard and don't expect too much. And my interpretation of that is just focus on doing really good work and don't worry too much about if you do that, you'll be taken to the right place and don't focus on pipe dreams, I, I guess. I think yeah. I would just hit, I would in tandem with that say keep your eyes on your own paper because there's so much comparing to yeah. other people that happens, especially in comedy and entertainment. It's like they got that by this age and uh, you, you'll get success at whatever age you should. Um, you'll be, you'll, they'll let you know when you're ready. And if you just keep focusing on who you want to be and what you want to say artistically, that's the most important thing. Don't worry what other people are doing because there's a lot of people who are successful at 22 who then at 32 are not successful. Like you just have to go at your own pace and truly don't worry about what other people are doing. Just keep focusing on getting yourself better at what you're doing. Yeah, because jealousy is poison. And yeah, it's just not going to work. And they have nothing to do with you. It's right. just what you should be doing for yourself. Yeah. And before these guys came in, you were like, fuck these guys. They have a show. We should have a show. <laughs> yeah, why, do, so why, do, like that why does that Jake like... have a show and this Jake doesn't have a show? Is he funny? Or is he cooler? Is he better? He must be. Otherwise, why would he be succeeding over my Jake? My, <laughs> mine, mine. My uh, Jake. <laughs> I just I realized you, I'm so going to start selfless. showing up and doing the podcast with you. And like, well, my name's Jake. You can't say I'm not the Jake. That it would definitely is your work. Jake. Um, were you guys as into that philosophy even before you had a show? Is it easier to say now that you do have a show? I think we we talked about it a lot before. I think we were. It's obviously hard when you're starting out and you see the other people doing way better than you to not feel jealous. But it's really poisonous to focus too much on that and really toxic for your own like mind and soul. And uh, I think also Missy Elliott once tweeted this because, <laughs> and I I love Missy and she yeah. said something like you know her her music her music is so incredible but it is it was very different and she said sometimes if you have like a different way of seeing things or doing things it takes longer for you to hit because people already see the world in a certain way and so they will reject what's different mm. but then if you just wait a little longer um it it works out and it obviously worked out for her and I think for me. I was never, there was not much on TV where I was like, oh my God, I wish I'd done that. I was always like, I want to make my own thing. And sometimes if you don't see your own thing on TV, that's actually a blessing because that means if you have an original point of view, if you feel you do, eventually they're going to want that. And it may seem stressful that it's not there already, but really it's working in your favor. You just kind of have to have faith. So what's the origin story of corporate? Uh, For those of you who don't know, Mm -hmm. it's a show on Comedy Central. It's like an incredibly dark comedy mm-hmm. on Comedy Central. The first season came out a year or two ago. A year ago, yeah. And then the second season is coming out in January of this year. That's 2019. Like, when did the ideas of corporate start? How long did it take to go from... fifteen? Yeah. So four years ago. Yep. Yeah. And it's one season. Yes. That's right. Until 2019. It become, and you better like the idea you come up with because it'll be your whole life. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> that is what people don't understand. Don't just throw up any idea. Like, you yeah. better love it because yeah. it is everything you talk about. You uh-huh. you don't talk to your family anymore. Your like, relationships like you, will suffer yeah, as a result get, of this You'll idea. definitely get divorced. Yeah. So, like, definitely love the idea uh-huh. that you come up with. And what's the origin of the idea? How did you sell it? Um, Other than, like, Dilbert meets American Psycho. 
<laughs> we were living together. Uh, we were roommates for a while. And um, sort of out of, I had, as I said, like a ton of nightmare office jobs. And um, wanted to just, we started talking about those those jobs. And we wanted to sort of tackle or make an office comedy that was a little more representative of how you actually feel at an office, which is like you want to die and then trapped and, and like it's a prison. Right. The, and, like the office made living in Scranton selling paper kind of like kind yeah. of cute. It's like fun. You have a family and oh, good news. You have a crush. Yeah. Uh, Occasionally dull, but no one's killing themselves. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, whereas I felt like I was trapped in, in hell the whole time. And so we wanted to do like a really cinematic kind of wild comedy set in an office. Um, yeah, I think we also just really love movies. And I think there's a lot of comedy that's sort of, um, that's just regurgitating, not necessarily in a bad way, but just kind of doing the kind of comedy they saw before. Where I really just love movies growing up and I wanted to make movies that were funny. Right. Like instead of funny movies, if that makes sense. Like just like really movies, but that have a lot of jokes. Yeah. And I mean, corporate, their episodes, the they look like movies. Yeah. Yeah. We, we care about that. We hired like a DP who's really French. And, uh, <laughs> you know, we just yeah. wanted to make it look like almost make it look like the opposite of an office comedy. Because we just that, – that's sort of what I'm saying is we, we saw – like when you look at the landscape of like office comedies or comedies, there's a lot of like – there's very flat lighting and it's fine. It's really funny. Like Parks and Rec, The Office, these are great shows, but they look a certain way. It's like, well, because that's out there, they might actually be hungry for something completely different looking yeah. that's in the same world. So it was like a good thing that those shows existed. Um we also just wanted to make a show where we could sort of talk about anything. We have pretty nihilistic views on America and capitalism. <laughs> and uh, Turns we, out it's bad. Yeah, we wanted to uh, be able to talk about that stuff. It does definitely, like, I completely align up with my values, so I find it, like, so funny and so dark. And, like, yeah. the way you guys push the envelope is so, like, hilarious. The, Thank you uh, very much. I saw the episode of um, there's, like, a mass tragedy or mass shooting. Do you specify? It, just we purposely keep it. Vague. Uh, so yeah. it, so be, we're, it's it's a nameless tragedy, so that way whatever happens the day before it airs, right. it can still go up. So yeah. there's, a tra- <laughs> right, there's, a, there's a tragedy and there's a death toll that's going up throughout the episode. Uh-huh. And it's about Matt's uh, Facebook status status post that gets stolen and hijacked and becomes viral without you getting credit for it. Yeah, and it's like, about like <laughs> people being self-interested in the face of something they should not be self-interested yes, in. Yes, exactly yeah. right. Everyone so, rushes to post to social media and they do check how many likes it gets yes. even though people are dying. Yeah. <laughs> and that's just what America is right now. Yeah. yeah. Uh, love it. Uh, again, January 15th? January 15th, yes. Season two. Yeah. Co-starring Adam Lustig. The best. Another the most talented, Genius. funniest man ever. Yeah. He's great in the show, too. It's Because he always plays a happy-go-lucky guy. I know. And we make him yep. so mean. <laughs> and yeah. Lance Reddick from The Wire and Aparna Nancherla. That's right. And yeah. Dudek, yeah. Yeah. Lance Reddick from The Wire. Is, that's so fucking cool. Oh, he's, yeah. so, he's so awesome. And he yeah. is the complete opposite of every character he's ever played. He's like the sweetest grandfather. Oh. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I guess everybody on the show plays a depressed, dark person. And then you yeah. guys are also very sweet. I <laughs> RL. Yeah. Thank you. Uh, is the is the set all is is the set like dark and sad just by it is. accident? The, the irony of shooting the show is that we escaped our 
boring office jobs only to go make a show in the setting of a boring office job yeah. and it feels bad yeah you feel you, you die yeah. while you're filming yeah. a little bit like when you guys break for lunch it's still under the harsh fluorescent Truly. lights yeah yes. it's really bad yeah, it's a really bad filming situation but it makes it look good so it's right. worth it you shoot it practically right like it's a real office yeah somewhere. it's the old LA Times building but media's oh. dead um, so the yep. set is open we actually we we toured that uh, one place one time we were looking for a set so yeah it's, it's a great it looking place that's really where they film Mad Men right yes no, they filmed that oh, in no. LA Center, LA Center Studios. Studios. That's right. My right. bad. Yeah. yeah. But still. I was going to say yes to whatever you asked. <laughs> <laughs> yes. That's where they shot Simpsons, right? <laughs> uh, all right. Can we answer another question before you guys have to get the hell out of here? Yeah. Uh, this one is about another office party, but, you know, tis the season, work holiday party. Matt, back to you. Need a fake dude's, oh, fake lady's name. Linda. That's great. That's the perfect name. Yeah. When you changed it, it from dude to lady, I saw the panic in his eyes when he knew he couldn't say Ralph again. <laughs> <laughs> Ralph's cousin, Linda. Uh, I just started a new job at a really cool marketing agency. You like oh. that? <laughs> There's really only cool. <laughs> it's not like the other marketing How agencies. How cool, yeah. <laughs> There's only about 20 employees, and I kid you not, I am the only one without a significant other. So the holiday party is coming up, and everyone's bringing a date. And let me know that I can bring one too. Hire a prostitute. So, <laughs> good night, everybody. This is like roll yeah. credits. <laughs> Let's roll through all the questions that you're supposed to just hire a prostitute for. <laughs> I'm looking to lose my virginity, but yeah, it works. Uh, all right, how do I get a date for this thing? Linda writes, I could ask this dude from my kickball league, but I don't know him that well, and I'm just assuming he's into me because he likes to text me a lot of memes and gifts. But if I'm wrong and he actually just thinks of me as a friend, then it would be really awkward. Or should I seek out a date on Hinge or Bumble? I don't want to show up solo to this gig and feel like I'm a total loser. Help! Thanks, Linda. I actually completely disagree with Linda. One, I think you should not bring a date to this. Especially solo. if you're going to bring a first date to an office party... That is, yeah. in my mind, a nightmare. Definitely not from Hinge, not from Bumble. Yeah. For the love of God, don't do that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would say... If anything, bring like a just a friend. Well, and also, yeah. Yeah, the, the kickball guy obviously likes you. I mean, there's no yeah. question about that. <laughs> so if, if you think he he's likes you, you and he's saying you memes, <laughs> that just means please have sex with me. Maybe like, it's just a guy on my kickball <laughs> team that likes sending gifts. <laughs> yeah. But I think also if it doesn't go that well, um, you kind of have to leave the the kickball team. Like so, I, I don't wouldn't necessarily do that unless you don't care and are done with kickball. You, I mean, you can invite him as a friend, and then you guys will probably end up getting drunk and having sex. Yeah, like probably. I think that'll happen. Mm -hmm. Um, you could take me, um, I mean, oh a relationship, but I would do it. Like, I, I don't, I, I'll just, because I, I, I won't, I, I mean, I won't put out Linda. No. But, but what I'm saying is I would do it for the bit. Um, and I would be really weird. Like, I, it would be funny in a weird bit that I would do. That's um, cool. Corporate's own Jake Wiseman. Yeah, I think it'd be funny. Here. It'd be worth, it's like when, it's like when Dwayne Wade goes to prom with some girl. Yeah. You know what I mean? and it's, it's just the worst Twitter. version of that ever. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> God damn, do I want this to happen now. Yeah. Well, really, this episode's coming out soon, right? Hopefully before the Christmas party. The worst version of Dwayne Wade showing up to prom is Did Jake Wade going go to, to a, a holiday prom? party. It's like, oh, a yeah. show I haven't watched yet, but Jake, was meaning to get to. Jake would say some and inappropriate he's... things. You would be in trouble with your... I would just yeah. talk to your coworkers about how the government is wrong. 
<laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, I don't know. Go, why don't you just go alone? I guarantee someone else will hit on you. Like, someone's going to hit someone's on you. Someone's significant others. Yeah, hit it'll on be you interesting sure. and weird. And, like, if you don't get too drunk, I'm sure someone will make a mistake and you can you can use that to get ahead in the company. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, it'll be fine. <laughs> I think you bring a friend. I like I like the idea of bringing a, yeah, friend. Bring a friend. Either somebody that you can fuck Kickball or somebody that or, – or just, like, somebody that you are not sexually interested in that you want to get drunk with. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. office parties are great for that. Yeah. Free booze. Um, is there such a thing as a cool marketing agency? You worked at a marketing agency. Are there cool ones and bad ones, or are they all the same ones? Uh... I think there are probably cool ones and bad ones. I only worked for the bad ones. Um, <laughs> so the cool one is anyone you didn't work. Marketing is strange because you're essentially all bra- – you work with other people to try to manipulate people. That's yeah. like the whole job is like how can I manipulate other people? So it feels dirty and fucked up. I think it just depends on the clients. I mean because I feel like yeah. if you get to market for the MBA or you get to market for like yeah. a brand you like, the perks are crazy. Like yeah. I mean yeah. – if you get to like market for Nike, it's like you get to destroy kids' lives that live in other countries and you get to go to cool games. You know what I mean? And that's like an amazing sort of situation. And I think like – yeah, I think it just depends because marketing – yeah, it is. It is brainwashing, but that's fun. Yeah, like, yeah that as is long like as you're a the fun one doing thing. The, yeah, if you're you're when you're the one holding the little uh, yeah. little emblem on the chain, yeah, yeah. you're yeah, you're. But the, if you market for like Beats maybe. by Dre, it's like you get to meet a lot of cool people and you get to make a lot of people happy. <laughs> um, and I think they probably. This episode is sponsored by Beats by Dre. Yeah. <laughs> by the chandelier story. Yeah. Story. yeah. yeah. But I mean, I, it, tr- it truly just depends what the perks are because you are like you know. You're you're grifting people out of money. Right. <laughs> well, they're, they're like the small agencies that do like that kind of cool like guerrilla yes, marketing. Yeah, that stuff. seems cool. Yeah, I like a good guerrilla marketer. <laughs> yeah, you don't even have to have a boss. Just get out there, start marketing. It's just frenzy. <laughs> yeah. That's what marketing is. It's disruptive. Use this hashtag. That's so fucking guerrilla. Uh, all right, sweet. That's it. That's our time. Thanks, Three guys. questions. Well, damn. Great job, everybody. Yeah, uh, anything else you wanted to promote or is corporate the big boy? Just corporate uh, January 15th at 10.30 p.m. on Comedy Central. It's It comes after Drunk History. The premiere of that new season is at 10 p.m. But yeah, I think you'll really love the new season. No, no, our show is at 10.30. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, Drunk History is at 10. If you want to have an hour of being high and watching TV. And hey, um, follow us on Instagram. Yeah, are, you gonna... still, are you still doing that uh, knife in your I Instagram actually stopped thing? that. I have a new oh. parody account I do with my friend Kate Tuline called Honest Couple, uh, which if you want to check it out is a parody account. You can check it out for yourself. And follow me at Matt Ingebretson. I'm posting some really fun photos. A lot. <laughs> there are a lot of shots of him too tall for airplane bathrooms. Yeah, I'm going to check that almost out. Uh-huh. That, yeah. That's solid. Uh, all right. The opening theme song was written by Rob, of course. This closing one is Kendrick from New Orleans. They can follow him at the other Kendrick on Instagram. Uh, and thanks That's for solid. writing in. That's a good Instagram handle. The other Kendrick. Uh, email address for all that stuff is if I were you show at gmail.com. Jake and Matt, thanks again. Thank we'll, you. We'll be back next week. Bye. I need some head, 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 gum. Yes, dude. 
That was a HeadGum Podcast. Hey, I'm Finn Wolfhart. And I'm Billy Brick, and welcome to Lackluster Video. Lackluster Video is a film podcast hosted by us. Two friends, writing partners, and idiots who love movies. Each week we're going to be watching and talking about a movie together or with a special guest. We're watching movies from every genre. From micro-budget Japanese zombie movies... To Aaron Sorkin's award winners... To Adam Sandler's least critically acclaimed works. And that's not all. We'll also be talking about movies that don't exist based on randomly generated suggestions. For example, if I gave Finn a sci-fi movie called... 2038 Rapture, starring Demi Lovato and Sean Combs, he would say it's... Demi Lovato has to use her booming voice to save the world, as Sean Combs plays his producer. Uh, they, and they, they have to do this in order to beat, beat it, beat, beat the aliens. It's not my best, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> it, that's the game. Yeah, it's going to be a lot of fun. So, to become a member of Lackluster Video... All you have to do is subscribe. <laughs>